Yo, 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 we are back. Episode, I believe, 42 of the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study. Hosted by this one word, C. Michael, and that one word over there, Mr. Rob Redeem. What's up, yo, sir? Ain't hey, nothing, man. Just excited to keep going. You know what I'm saying? We talking about peace in the storm. And like yeah. we were talking about before we got on the show, um, it's a lot of folks that don't have peace nowadays, man. And we just want to continue to go on and encourage other folks on how to obtain your peace. Because we need it. We need it. Yeah. yeah. All right, do us a favor. If you are watching us live on Facebook or on YouTube, do us a favor and do what like you see on the screen. Hit that like button. Also, while you like it, hit that subscribe button and also hit the notification bell so you can know when we are live on the Not the Same Podcast. Wednesdays and uh Tuesdays and Wednesdays on every other Tuesday and every Wednesday yeah, we on Facebook and YouTube and exclusively he gonna, he gonna on YouTube on Thursday. Mainly because we want to be able to play uh independent people's music and people that's not independent music. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. we want the people to know about this CHA stuff that we so much love. We also want to give a shout out to those who rebroadcast and not the same podcast. Uh, <gasps> Parable Radio. I almost ran out right, brother, there. Brother, brother, I know, voice, bro. That, 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 that voice was gone real quick. Gone. Yeah, it took, took, <laughs> took my breath away. Lord. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, brother. <laughs> Shout out to Parable Radio 520 Collective, Salute. Praise 365. Yes, sir. Um, I, um, His Hop um, Radio pi- or Podcast Radio Network. Yeah. Um, and RYC Praise News, yes, um, The Takeover. I know all yes, of them sir. don't replay the Bible study, but we still want to give a shout out to those who replay anything dealing with they're not the same podcast praise and honor and due to those who, that uh support us man we really oh, appreciate boy, you we went can, straight man. to the church <laughs> <laughs> we, we we can't do it without you man we need you and uh we appreciate it man but without further ado man we're gonna get into the bible study uh and uh hey that's what we're gonna yeah. do how you want to start this brother hey we can go ahead um we can go back to the definitions do a very very quick recap i know some we were moving a little fast last time because we had a lot to get through. But, hey, yeah. you know, bear with us because you can always go back and watch the replay so you can Check the replay. better take your net notes. You know, hopefully you go back and read some of the scriptures so that you're not just reading along with us. That means that's two weeks of starving your, your spirit, man. So we don't want you to do that because we want to see you grow. <gasps> right. So, all right. So Webster's definition of peace, if we're, we're talking about having peace in the storm. Webster's definition says, number one, freedom from disturbance, uh, semicolon, uh, colon, uh, tranquility. And then number yeah. two, a state or period which there is no war, oil war has ended. That is the Webster's definition. Hold on before we go to the, uh, go back okay. to the other one, which I want. So hey, I want y'all to understand this. Like we were not against flesh and blood. And this is the one thing, even though this is Webster's definition, it says a state of period in which there is no war, war has ended. You're going to always be flight, fighting with the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Like, but whenever you have peace, when you go through it, it's like there's no war. And what I'm saying yeah. by that is you can have peace in your storm. And that's what we're talking about. So Absolutely. you can have that tranquility. Yes, sir. All right. The biblical definition is peace, a state of security and tranquility, a state in contrast to war, similar to the other one. Yeah. Yeah. And 
then we can go ahead and do a quick recap of what we talked about. We're not going to get into it. Um, the things that can affect your peace. We talked about the company and the relationships you keep. Yes, that's including your family, church folks, um, rel- you know, I said um, co-workers, no matter what, those things that can affect it. And we talked about what it shouldn't look like. And those are all the scriptures that um, highlighted what it shouldn't look like in a re- um, relationship. Then we talked about things that can affect your peace in a positive way. And what Hold it should second, be, bro. my bad, bro. Let's What's uh, no, nah, you didn't do nothing wrong, man. I think uh, let's pray right quick. We just okay. thank you, Lord Jesus. I know we prayed in the background offline, yeah. but for everyone who's here and who's watching, who will watch it in the future, we just thank you, Lord, for this Bible study. We thank you, Lord, yep. for uh, what 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 you are doing in us, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that you give us clarity, give us uh, help us to understand what we understand what you want us to say, Lord. We will be led. Uh, we will be. Uh, uh, Faith, not just faithful, but uh, humble, and we be we will be humble, and uh, I can't think of the right word, but basically we will pull back so you can go forth <laughs> in yes, the name of yes, Jesus, Lord. Yes. You have your way. We'll get out the way so you can have your way, Lord. We honor you and thank you first, and we thank you, Lord, for this Bible study. It will be perfect in you. We thank you, Lord, the entrance of your word gives light, and we thank you, Lord, for the light of your word in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Um, amen. Amen to that. On the parts where it shouldn't be, some of the things that we talked about was um, sometimes we have to end those relationships that can take away our peace, the company that we keep around us. Um, another thing was um, people who like to just stir up stuff and, and always tell your business. Those things can affect your peace. Um, yeah. What it sh- should be as a believer, what peace should look like in a relationship as a believer. I, I wanted to yeah. make sure I put that out there. Um we talked about as a believer in marriage, as children, and this is in the body, as parents, as well as as friends. And tonight we're going to talk about what can affect your peace, the words that you speak. And these are just some of the things that we're talking about, having peace and what it. But tonight we're going to talk about the words that you speak and how can how yeah. it can affect your peace. The negative right. words, the positive words, and then sometimes you just need to get the gift to shut up and don't say nothing at all. You know what I mean? So um, with I'm that ready. being said, let's go ahead and move forward. I did four scriptures per. There's plenty more scriptures. I'm sure a lot of people know more scriptures, but these are the ones that were placed on my heart. And we're yeah. going to elaborate on them a little bit. Let's talk about the words you speak that can affect your peace in a negative way. So let's get to it. Rita. Okay. Yeah, we'll be going to Proverbs 18 and 2, then Proverbs 8, and we'll scroll down to number 7, and then we'll go to Matthew 12, 36 through 37, and Proverbs 10 and 19. So going to Proverbs uh, 18 and 2. 18, you said 18 and 2, not 21, right? I say 18 and 21. Okay. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it will eat its fruit. Um. Self-explanatory, definitely. What are you speaking over your life? So a lot of times we can speak things, and this is something that kind of hit me. Um, You can speak something that's going on at work, and you see it's negative, but you're speaking it, and you're constantly speaking it. Or you can speak something that's going on in school, and I'll talk about this a little more later on, not responding. But sometimes we speak death in our situation because we see what's going on around us, and we know it's not right. Yeah. And we're still speaking it as of saying, as opposed to saying, um, Lord, I'm giving this to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, Lord, right. I'm not going to let this, I'm not going to let this stress you. But yeah. if you're constantly complaining, you speak in these words, man, they stressing me out, man. They right. making me mad, man. I'm right. angry, man. I don't want to be here. 
that disturbs your peace because that means every time you walk into that building, every time you get around that person, mm-hmm. you, you're, you're on edge. You're tense. Yeah. And you're yeah. stressed without even realizing it. Go ahead, see. And, you know, this doesn't mean that you're like a genie and what everything you say come to pass, but it's the right. repeated, repeated things. And, it, you know, it's something about something getting into your heart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can say something, yeah, you know, uh, I got a big head or whatever. I just make an example, mm-hmm. you know, I got a big head, mm-hmm. I got a big head. But then you say it so much, you start to believe it. I do got a big head, man. Let me always put a hat on. Let me always do, you know what I'm saying? Or just like when you have parents that speak negative over you as a kid, and then you start believing what they're saying, and then it gives life to it. And that's what we got to be careful of. That's what this is really uh, illuminating here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just negative words and the words you speak. And we're talking about how to have storm, how to have peace in the storm, and the negative words that can affect your peace is what we're on. We're going. We're going to scroll back up to eighteen and seven. Eighteen and seven. Got gotcha. you. 18 and 7, a fool's mouth is his ruin, and his lips are a snare of his soul. Hmm. Uh, it's Listen, if you constantly bumping your gums, yeah. and you constantly speaking things, a fool's mouth, you you speak, you talking about people, you saw on Discord, you yeah. you um, you talking about your, 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 your teacher, your co-workers, your boss, you're doing this, that's going to be your ruin. You dig what I'm saying? And, and, Absolutely. And, and it, it'll be the snare of your soul, soul because your your words are going to put you in a position that next thing you know, you can get hit with defamation of character. You can get hit with, you know, making, you know, false statements or whatever the case might be. So be very careful on what you're saying, man. And don't be a fool. Be wise. Yeah, this kind of reiterates the last scripture. You know, it's mm-hmm. a little bit further into it, man. Like Rob said, man, don't be a fool. Watch what you say. You know, other scriptures say you're uh, snared by the words of your mouth. Like, mm-hmm. that happens a lot, man. Think about uh, whether you're a sports fan or not. You probably heard of Kyrie Irving's situation, you know, yep. and, you know, not saying who was right or wrong, but what he said got him in trouble. You know what I mean? Or a Kanye yep. situation. Yep. Not saying yep. whether he's right or wrong or whatever, but the point is what he said is what got him in trouble more so than anything. And then the actions that followed. So we got to be yep. careful about what we're saying as believers, man. We really, really got to be careful of it, man. It can be. Trouble, trouble. If we don't, you know what I mean? Next, we're going to uh, Matthew 12, 36 through 37. As I slide down to Matthew. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say, bro? No, it looked like you was already on Proverbs. I was great. Oh, no, I'm tripping. I'm, oh, I'm going to let you have it, bro. Yeah, yeah, brother. <laughs> I realize what I did now that I'm looking at these. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could have just stayed in the Old Testament and brought it back to the New but it's all right, Matthew uh, 12, 36 and 37. But I tell you that for every careless word that people speak, they will give an account of, of it on the day of judgment. For by the by your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. Mm. Say yeah. Go ahead, so, brother. Yeah, that's, um, that's just self-explanatory right there, man. We got to give yeah. an account for it. It says we have to give an account for every word that we speak. Now, yes, yeah. we are forget we are forgiven. You know what I mean? And the Lord's gonna, you know, He has forgiven that if you've truly repented for it. But right. just think about it if we have to get an account for all our actions, but our words matter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We talk about this a mm-hmm. lot and it's it's a buzzword now. Words matter. You know what I mean? And um yeah. but that comes from the word of God. Words mm-hmm. do matter. It's not a yeah. a new a new um a new trend, you know what I'm saying? Because right. the um, right. the new generation is saying it. No, words do matter. And that's why we said Absolutely. in the beginning, life and death is in the power of the tongue. 
Yeah, man. And this goes back into back into like Rob said, life or death is in the power of the tongue. This also no, brings up for by your words, you will be justified and by your mm -hmm. words, you could, you will be condemned. Another way of saying, like Rob said, death and life is in the power of the tongue. If you speak in life, you will be justified. You speak in death, you can be condemned. And like, you know, I, like I said, I gave the example of Kanye and uh, and uh, Kyrie. You know, they basically was condemned. I know neither one of these guys went to jail or nothing, but, hey, they paid a cost yeah. for what they said. You know what I mean? They literally, <laughs> financially and literally uh, with the, to their uh, reputation. Branded, you know what yeah, I mean? Brand and reputation. And to their brand and everything because of they saying the wrong thing. So that is so extremely important, man, extremely important. Next, we're going to Proverbs 10 and 19. I get what you were saying now. Could have yeah. just all, did all the Proverbs. But, hey, brother, I'm just... I know, I'm man. Just you, doing just what you, you just did it. You just did it. I sent it. I, That's I right. It, you know what I'm saying? Just being being a good reader. <laughs> <laughs> do what you're told, boy. Just do what you're told. All right. Proverbs 10 and 19. When there are many words, wrongdoing is unavoidable. But one who restrains his lips is wise. Uh, I'm, I don't know if you said do 20, but I'm going to read this. Anyway, uh -huh. the tongue of the righteous is like choice silver, and the heart of the wicked is worth little. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of understanding. Say lot. Go ahead, bro. Say lot, big time, man. Hey, Dang. look, this the biggest thing is when there are many words, wrongdoing is unavoidable. When people yeah. got quick tempers and they constantly just bumping off at the mouth, bumping off at the mouth, yeah. um, had a situation where, and, and I'll use this, at work, one passenger bumping his gums to another passenger. That other passenger couldn't take it no more. And guess what he did? He lost his temper and punched him dead in his face. Mm. And they they got the scrapping and rolling around. And this is real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it just so yeah. he kept it's it's unavoidable. This is what happens when you constantly run your mouth. Now that is an extreme case, but what I will say is it can still snare you in other ways also. You wondering why you can't get promoted. You wondering why this door won't open or nobody wants to be around you or whatever. Every time I get around them, all they doing is talking about people like yeah. this. The words are saying yeah. this right now. And we got to be careful that a lot of that is a cultural thing with us, man. Just brown people. We like to talk. You know, you hear a lot, you know, a lot of ladies are talking gossip. The guys do it too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not just the ladies. Yeah. Guys do it too. Mess around, yeah. be talking too much, saying too much. Especially, man, you remember, you know, Rob, we be playing ball or whatever. You get to talking too crazy and you talk crazy to the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> and then you end up, like you say, the guy in the uh, line and mess around, get swung on. That stuff can happen if yeah. you don't be careful with your mouth, man, and get careless with it. And that's yeah. the thing, man. Um, my wife used to always say this saying about, you know, oh, I'm just talking. We got to be careful about just talking. Not saying nothing negative about my wife but it's an old saying oh don't pay me yeah. no attention i'm just talking now them words got power fam and the wrong yeah. person can take it the wrong way and then you wrestling inside the uh uh luggage line <laughs> you right. know trying to right. protect your right. your pride dignity and your jaw <laughs> yeah yeah and try all that get up all that um right. so we just finished up the negative things um things that you know having peace in the storm and, and remember we're talking about things that can affect your peace if we yeah. go back, if you go back to it, things that can affect your peace. And we're talking about now the words, the words that this, that you speak negative. And now we're going over to the positive side, things that you can speak life and in, into your situation, speak life into um, your family, to your kids, to your wife, to, to your workers. Like C and I, we're, we're leaders at our job. So yeah, when you speak absolutely. positive, folks will be willing to do stuff for you 
as yeah. opposed to if you speaking negative words and always down. And let's go ahead and get into the um, positive side of things. See. All right, we'll be going to Ephesians 5 and 4, Ephesians 5 and 4, and it reads, And there must be no filthiness or foolish talk or vulgar joking, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. Once again, and there must be no filthiness or foolish talk or vulgar joking, which is not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. So this is what I'm going to say. Your words on words mattering. Those vulgar yeah. jokes like what's up, the um, those vulgar jokes that we say at work sometime that and, and I've, I've been guilty of it. Let me tell you something. It's all fun and games until somebody says I felt offended. I felt mm -hmm. harassed. I felt um, disrespected. They yeah. did this. And guess what? The Bible talks about it. Now, I'm talking to the church. You yeah. guys could talk about anything. But if the Bible saying it now for the believers, and we see how many harassment charges get brought up on right. men and women alike where we were just joking. And then it went. Right. You just never know trigger right. words against. You could say something that triggers a bad thought with male or female. Now, yeah. next thing you know, they feel harassed or they feel disrespected or they felt like you came at them sideways, whatever the case may be. So watch these jokes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It says right here, there must be no filthiness or foolish talk or vulgar joking. Yeah. It's not fitting for you, man. Like D said, know your audience. Yeah, you got to be careful, man. I, I especially if if you someone in leadership, you gonna have to man, be careful. <laughs> Watch your mouth because listen, I, Rob, tell you, I tell, I tell him this all the time, man. The enemy don't want you in your position. You know what I mean? Yeah. Enemy don't want you breaking curses. Want you be somebody at the highest position and you know places like the airport, like you know Rob and D in these high level positions. And there's a lot of opposition. There's you know uh, racial opposition. There's uh, territorial opposition above race is the enemy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The enemy, Satan yeah. himself, do not want you to prosper, don't want you to be secure. You know what I mean? A lot of us grew up and there was a cycle that happens over and over, a cycle of poverty. And when you get mm -hmm. in these high positions, you break that poverty. And, some, and, and lack of better words, them demons getting pissed, boy. Girl, <laughs> they is not happy about that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And not right. just demons. The demons would affect people. Them people be real pissed off that, okay, why is he doing good? Why he got a nice car? Why she got a nice car? Why she ain't uh you know why why you know why why he don't live over here no more? What up, Van? Good to right. see what you, up, brother. Man? Good to see you the other day. But yeah, man, why 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 he ain't over here in the neighborhood no more? Why he ain't getting government cheese no more? Who who he think he is? You get all those things and you have to uh like they say in the old days, just keep your eyes forward and press on and focus on your yeah. job. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that opposition coming, fam. You know what I'm saying? When you elevate to positions that, uh, let me give you give you an example, outside of your normal state, so everybody around you ain't really in that state, but you elevate, oh, it's finna be a problem. And you yeah. might as well just get used to it and accept it and be like, well, you know, God meant for me to be here. I can take it. You know what I mean? Go ahead, bro. Right, right. No, I just um, you know, we 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 very transparent on the show. Y'all know that's my yeah. best friend. That's my that's my boy. And um, even via in the comments, you know, via pull my card and be like, "Look, bro, hey, you you gotta you gotta keep it going. Don't let these people, you know, get at you or whatever the case may be." And it's not just right. the people above me. He he could be talking about same level peers. He could be talking about um, I don't like using this word, but subordinates, those who yeah. um are under me. But yeah. the bottom line, you have to you have to you have to watch it those oppositions right. and what we're talking about right now i can't talk to everybody on the floor the way i would talk to c or v for that matter you know what right. i'm saying and it, it's just the way it goes so you have to you have to watch and i and i thank god for my brother over here what i'm getting at 
just today. I'm at he walking out the exit. He he hollered at me and he he gave me an on time word. Now I haven't talked to C about anything all mm-hmm. week. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I know it's just two days in, but I ain't talked to C since what last Thursday after we got done with the show. Yeah. And, and it may be yeah. here. At, no, I'm sorry. No, the concert Saturday. So yeah, yeah. last time, and, and we was focused on me getting the ready concert. to go on stage. Right. Yeah. So right. at that point, my brother came through, gave me a rhyme word, told me what he needed to tell me, and it was perfect. You dig what I'm yeah. saying? So I just, you got to have that. You got to have that around you. Yeah. So once again, to reiterate what this scripture said, and there must be no filthiness or foolish talk or vulgar joking, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. And we we put this in the case of people being in leadership. But, you know, this this goes for a whole lot of situations. You can be yes. at the family union and everybody laughing and tripping and you make a joke and everybody else is doing that joke. But you, the believer, do that joke. And it could change. One person could get so offended. Like, okay, I had this much honor and respect for you. Why mm-hmm. would you say that? And, you know, and, and but I think, too, I got to let, – let's point this out, too. Just because you're a Christian don't mean you some prudent weirdo. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I, me and Rob send each other jokes all the time. All of them ain't nice. <laughs> 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 but both of us like to laugh. And, I, you know, we got to be real about that. You know, we got to enjoy life. And, you know, it's some jokes. I go, hey, man, I repent, man. My bad, bro. Rob told me for <laughs> man, my bad for sending you the joke. You know what I'm saying? And So I'm not saying you shouldn't be so over conscious of this that you can't laugh. We ain't saying that. But especially in the point of when you in a meeting or you working around people, man, like, Lack of better words, I hate to say haters and ops and all that, but you better know who your haters and ops is, dog. <laughs> you better Quit. know. Watch your mouth, fam. You better know. All right, man. Next yeah. we're going to Second uh, Timothy 4 and 2. I don't know why we got stuck on that one there, but, hey, speak, Lord. Hey. Do what you, you got to do, and we'll, we'll, we'll do it. We're going to try our best. Second Timothy 4 and 2. What you about to say, bro? My bad. Nothing, man. I was about to be silly. I just kept my mouth closed. <laughs> uh, doing, doing like the scriptures say. Right. All right. <laughs> Second, Second Timothy 4 and 2. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and, and exhort with great patience and instruction. Once again, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and exhort with great patience and instruction. Hey, bro, let me take this before you say something. So, for example, Rob <laughs> talked about. No, no, because this this is this is something. Uh, Rob talked about. It. I saw Rob earlier, and uh, he was walking down the hall, and I told him, I called him, I said, "Hey, bro, I'm behind you," because I wasn't gonna holler down the hall. I was joking, like I'm gonna say Robert, you know. So what's wrong with this dude? <laughs> so I called my bro, and I had no. What's funny was, I had thoughts about what I told you, but I had no intention of telling you at the time. But at the time, the Lord was like, "Yeah, go on and say that." And I didn't know if it was gonna fall on deaf ears or good ears or not, but God did that thing. But think about it. We say preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Out of season was that was an out of season moment, in my opinion, because I had no intentions. I planned right. to talk about what I got my wife for, for a birthday and this nice restaurant we went to. God had right. other plans. Now, I was able to talk about that, but God had other plans to change the situation, change the conversation. But I'm giving you that as an example. It's like be ready in season and out of season and recognize those gentle nudges from the Holy Spirit. A lot of times the Holy Spirit ain't going to be screaming in your ear, uh, uh, D, 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 do that. It's not going to be like that. Or, uh, Van, 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 do it like that. A lot of times it's going to be like D, Van. You know what I'm saying? It's like going to be very, very yeah. subtle. And then you be like, uh-uh, what's that? You know, just like somebody scratching your hand. I'm like, I feel a little scratch in my hand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Not right. literally a scratch in your hand, but you know, if somebody lightly touch you, you be like, did I just feel something? Sometimes it be like that. It be so subtle, but you always want to be attentive to that so you can, be, you know, be ready to be used. Go ahead, bro. 
No, I mean, you did all of them. You corrected. You didn't rebuke me, really, but you exhorted and you gave instruction like, yo, you need to start doing this. And again, Raymond word on time in and out of season. And this what we're talking about is how to have peace in the storm and yeah. the words that you speak, the positive yeah. things. We started off with the negative, but we're going to talk about the positive things that you need to speak. And this yeah. is it. Being ready yeah. in and out of season to give that word. Um and yeah, we can move on from that, brother. You gave a perfect, perfect example for that one. All right, next we'll be going to Psalms 19 and 14. Give me a second as we go there, man. Psalms yes, 19 and 14. All right, Psalms 19 and 14 says, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord, my rock and my redeemer. That is a great confession to speak over yourself. Yes. Um, No, we just talking about positive words to speak. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. So what I'm saying is instead of when you wake up in the morning, regardless of Lord, I praise you for yet another day. I thank Mm -hmm. you for your traveling grace. Heavenly Father, I thank you that although my knee hurting, I praise you, Lord God, for healing in my (gasps) knee. I praise you, Lord God, for for discipline in my body on what I need to do in order to get past this, that, or the third, as opposed to God, dog it, man, my elbow hurting again, man. I, I got to get through this. I got a headache. Right. I'm going to have this right. headache all day. Like right. you start, especially for those of us who get up at, oh, dark, it's two o'clock in the morning when my alarm go off. Can you imagine if I start professing, I got a headache, man, I'm going to have this headache all day. It's going to make my whole day messed up. Man, I got to go in here and deal with these clowns. And I got a headache. That uh, now, now I'm this, now I'm that. And you started this before the sun came up, bro. Like, <laughs> right. Before the birds got to chirping. You beat the birds. Now your whole day is is yeah. from the time your feet hit the ground. You, ain't, you still got stank breath. You didn't already yeah. started complaining. Right. So what you do is when you wake up, first of all, when y'all wake up, folks, I, we take it so much for granted. Praise God for yet another day because he's giving yeah. you one more opportunity to do something to glorify him. Or if you're not saved, mm-hmm. he's giving you another day to say, Lord, forgive me, use yeah. me for the rest of my days. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a blessing. But we think going to sleep and waking back up is guaranteed when the right. Bible says it's, it's, it's not it's not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with this being said, when you wake up in the morning, like like the scriptures say, may the mouth, you know, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord, my mm-hmm. rock, my redeemer. Now, mm-hmm. is he your rock and your redeemer? Right. Right. Go ahead. These scriptures work for believers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you, know, <laughs> you just somebody just, <laughs> yeah, this ain't this ain't like reading the teachings of Confucius or whatever. This is living and true God and it works for believers, but now it can help you become a believer too if you read this. Yeah, thing. yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's member it's members only, folks. Members only. Members only. Colossians uh, <laughs> uh I believe you're going to Colossians. Yet everybody can be a member. Colossians four and six. Thank you. Thank you. Colossians four and six. Yes, everybody can be a man. <laughs> All right, Colossians 4 and 6 says, Your speech must always be with grace, as seasoned with salt, so that you know how you should respond to each person. Once again, your speech must always be with grace, as though seasoned with salt, so that you know you will know how you should respond to each person. Look, I got kids. I cannot respond to Darius the way I respond to Devin, Dominic. Mm-hmm. I can start naming all the Ds, but... My point that I'm making yeah. <laughs> with all of them, <laughs> I can't respond to them all the same way. You dig mm-hmm. what I'm saying? 
and mm-hmm. I have to make sure that my speech is with grace when need be. Yes. You know, now it's a time for discipline, whatever the case may be. But even with yes. that, you can discipline without condemning. Because when you mm-hmm. condemn folks with your discipline, now the yeah. spirit is broken. You know, right. now you become a right. tyrant and you you didn't mess up your witness or you didn't mess yeah. up your opportunity to um to be used by God to that person. Now, can God reconcile and, and, and fix it and mend that relationship? Of course. Absolutely. But now you're making it be more work when you could have just did the same thing in a more gracious way is what I'm saying. Go ahead, man. And these things work as well with like, you know, when you're leading and you got employees, you know, they're not your children, but you are over them in a certain way. And you have to, you can't treat everybody the same. Although there's a company policy, your goal as leaders to get the most effectiveness out of people, right? So yeah. any job you want production, you want people to be able to produce and do things well with excitement and halfway a smile on their face. We know life is real and everybody ain't happy all the time, but you want them right. to be productive. And the only way you get that a lot of times is knowing how to motivate certain people. Some people need basically, you know, not literally. Uh, a stick on their back, but verbally they need to be talked to. Hey man, you, hey man, you slacking dog. What's wrong with you? That ain't cussing nobody out and being too strong. But some folks need that, right? Other people need to be like, hey man, you doing good. Some people just need that. You doing good. Yeah. You know what? You, you, you know, you one of my better workers, man. I, I, I expect this from you, and I'm seeing it. You know, some people, different people need different things, and being a good leader will help you to know that. If you say, well, this is the way I got to do it, and they got to shape up, a lot of times people gonna they going to shape up and get on up out of there. But that's not always a good thing because that means you're unwilling to be uh, malleable or, or changeable to a little bit. It don't mean you fake because you change a little bit for different people. You're trying to be effective. You're trying to get the most production out of folks. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, no, you you on, you on point with that, brother. Uh, um, <laughs> I concur. I don't have nowhere near as many people under me as you do, man. But I, can't treat everybody the same? Everybody take it. You can't. You can treat them yeah. the same in the sense of fairness, but I'm saying right. like the way you deal with them to try to motivate them, it ain't the same for everybody. Everybody don't need the same type of motivation, you know. That's a fact, man. Look, we're talking about things that can affect your peace. We just talked about we're in the words that you speak. We started with negative and positive. Now we're going to get into something that is very hard for us to do sometimes. And that's not respond at all. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes you got negative words you shouldn't be saying. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got positive words that you always should be saying. And then sometimes, like I said earlier when I was joking, you need to ask the Lord for the gift of shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> our brother Van says verbal affirmations go a very long way when you're in leadership. Attitudes reflect attitude reflects leadership. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely V. I I, I agree with that. Um it 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 shows, you know what yep. I mean? And even with and even with that, and, and I'm gonna say since Van brought that up, even with that, that was something C was telling me. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna have to let certain things go because folks can't understand if First of all, the battle's not mine. And a lot of times I try to grab it and prove myself. And we're going to talk about this in this next spot um, as we go on, because there's a lot of elaborating to do with these scriptures. And the funny part about this, see, God gave me this after you walked away and the not responding at all. So Mm. all I had was negative and positive that was already given to me. And after we had our conversation, it was like clear as day. These scriptures just boom, boom, boom. They came. I didn't know them. 
but he gave me the paraphrase. You know how you yeah. you know the scripture, but you don't know yeah. exactly where it's at. So this is what God gave me today um, at the airport this afternoon about not responding at all after my brother and I had fellowship. And, you know, he was giving me an encouraging word without even realizing he was giving me an encouraging word. No idea. All right. We're going to Exodus 14 and 14. And it reads, moreover, the foremen of the sons of Israel, whom Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and asked, why have you not completed your required task of making bricks either yesterday or today as before? I think I may have gave the wrong um me four. I think I thought it was four, but then I looked. Yeah, at it. yeah. I think I gave um Okay, so what we're gonna do is get past that because that was the wrong that's the wrong one. I gotta I gotta go back and um so many people talk through. Yeah, I gotta go I gotta find that one while we live. Go ahead and go to the next one, brother. Uh we'll be going to James one and uh nineteen. Because I need brother. that one. Rob setting my brother setting setting his brother up to fail. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, that, that's that's my bad, bro. But this is hey, players mess up as you say. Hey. <laughs> All right, James 1 and 19, you know this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Now everyone must be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to anger, for man's anger does not bring about the righteousness of God. All right, so in in talking about this one, um, we're in First Thessalonians right now. James. James 1. James 1 and 19. Brother, something ain't right, brother. That's what it says on that's what yeah, okay, there the we email go. So you the, sent me, brother. Yeah, so you got <laughs> yeah, you're right. That, so there's the um, and it's actually it's not 14, it's four. It's Exodus 4 and 14. That's what it is. So we'll go to that when we get done with this. Okay. But I had to find I had to find it live while we was on here. Forgive me, folks. But I don't want to never put scriptures out there and is wrong and y'all go look at it and be like what was he talking about so just right. accountability on myself so we'll go to exodus 4 and 14 when we're done but as far as james goes the old saying says you have two ears and one mouth we always say that but it is for a reason so that you can hear the problem nowadays this is why people talk to you they don't hear nothing you saying mm -hmm. they just waiting to respond right you dig what i'm saying and the scripture yeah. here talks about um, and you know this, my beloved brothers and sisters, now everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. If we yeah. would just listen to people sometimes, we would actually hear what they're saying and what they're right. trying to, the message they're trying to convey. But we don't listen. We, we're we hearing the words, but we're not listening. Right. And the only thing we're doing is letting them stop, talk so we can come right back at them so that we can respond. And then yep. that's when the anger comes in because now they're upset because they obviously, you know, you're not listening to them. It's mm -hmm. um an interview trick. They tell us, listen to the person when you're interviewing them, because when you're interviewing someone, your follow up question shouldn't be something that they said when they responded to your question. So mm -hmm. if I tell C, yeah, so I was a manager for 20 years and, you know, I did this and the other and a person come back and say, so how long were you a manager? They wasn't listening. You see what right. they just heard words right. and, and they're they're trying to follow up with the follow-up question mm -hmm. without even hearing what I responded to. So, right. hey, again, that's 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 the word speaking. All right, next we're going to Exodus 4 and 14. That's right, 4 and 14. Yeah, 4 and 14. Got it. All right, then the anger of the Lord burned against Moses, and he said, is there not, that's not in you? <laughs> okay, four and four. go ahead, go ahead. It may be 4 and 4. This mug is not popping up right, man. 
I thought you just had what Lord said. Yeah. All right, skip skip back to this for now, bro. I'm going to find this scripture. Okay. Lord, help him. Yeah, please. <laughs> First Thessalonians 4 and 11, man. <laughs> That's how you know we is live. This is not uh, pre-recorded. First Thessalonians 4 and 11. First Thessalonians 4 and 11 says that make it your ambition to lead a quiet life and attend to your own business and work with your hands just as we instructed you so that you will behave you will yeah so that you will behave properly towards outsiders and not be in any need this is so, saying a whole lot yeah this is saying a whole whole lot listen man some of us don't have peace because we all in everybody else's business you dig what I'm saying? And I'm going to say it mm-hmm. again. Some of us don't have peace because we're too busy worrying about the next person's mess, their business, their mm-hmm. marriage, their situation. Mm-hmm. Now they're, now the chaos is, their chaos is yours because you're so involved in theirs that yes. now you don't have any peace because you're too worried about what that next person is doing. Go ahead, see. And it also says, and with the work of your hands, just as we instructed you so that you will behave properly towards outsiders and not be in need. So he's telling you to mind your own business, but also work. <laughs> right. Very important. You know, this is, you know, work, you know what I'm saying? And you won't be in need, you know, if, if right, you're working, right. <laughs> you know, now everybody don't have the same job level, but in general, if you're working, you'll be able to provide for something. You know what I mean? I know oh, some work that mind your business. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to work on. Mind your own business. Uh, next, we go on to Psalm thirty-seven and seven. Psalm, Psalm, not Psalms thirty-seven and seven. Here we go. It says, "Uh, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not get upset because one who is successful in his way, because of the person who carries out." Because of the person who carries out wicked schemes. Yeah, so um, in 37, you can look at the scripture when it says, um, um, when it's saying like at school, at work, job, family, folks can come against you. Yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on one moment. Let me get these footnotes up here. Folks can come against you, and instead of trying to prove yourself, wait and tell God on them. And what I mean by that, mm-hmm. like, just tell God through prayer. You know, praying for your enemies and your adversaries, the way Matthew 5 and 44 commands us that Jesus said, tell us to do as believers. Like he didn't say pray us as a suggestion. It was actually a command. Yeah. You dig what I'm yeah. saying? And it's what we're supposed to do. Is it hard? Oh, it's yeah. hard as Hades. <laughs> I'm telling you, trying to pray for somebody that you don't, that your yeah. foot, like it boils you. It's super hard. But I, I guarantee you this. When you do it, you do get a piece about it because that anger is now subsided by. Um, peace, the peace that yeah. surpasses all understanding. And what I mean by that is this. Now you're trying to figure out, I ain't mad. Right. But everybody around you may be like, well, you need to fix that relationship. It's like, I'm straight. I ain't, I'm yeah. good. I'm, I'm at peace. Yeah. And, they, and that's past, surpassing all understanding, your own as well as the folks around you. Also, I, I, see, I see this on this scripture too, man. Don't be upset because somebody is su- successful around you. Somebody get the promotion that you wanted. You know what I mean? Because of the person who carried out wicked schemes. You can look at them and be like, man, well, they don't do this right. They don't live this way. What's up, Miss Dingle? We saw you earlier. Uh, appreciate you sliding, sis. Uh, you know, uh, they don't do this right. They don't even do this. They, I know dude be stepping out on this lady. We, I know he do this. I know he, I know she do that. Why did he get promoted? And the Lord say, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. 
Yeah. And that's hard for a lot of us because you feel like, yeah, you know, man. you get that that uh, uh, righteous indignation, you know, so to speak. I've mm-hmm. been here 18 years. I've never been late and I did all this. I deserve it. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, you may yeah. deserve it by your merits or whatever, but sometimes stuff don't work. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. I don't know who that's for, but hey, it's, it's on the screen. Definitely, definitely wait patient. It is actually Exodus 14 and 14, which Thormy is, it's the, um, it's the version we're reading why it's not popping up the way it is. So the NSAB says it different, but we can go back to Exodus 14 and 14. It is actually Exodus 14 and 14. So I did have it right. Okay, bro. We're going to try this one last time. Uh, yeah, one last game. <laughs> he won't worry on know what they talking about. All right. 14, Exodus 14 and 14, the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. There you go. So, so many times we want to prove our point. We want to prove that we're right or we want to prove the other person wrong. Let me tell you something, man. So many people have been killed, locked up, mm-hmm. um, lost their jobs, been kicked out of school, yeah. um, fam- family relationships, marriages. All of this have been broken, broken, destroyed, separated, yeah. all because... You wanted to respond and prove when the scripture says right here, the Lord will fight for you yes. while you keep, keep silent. silent. Yes. That's all we have to do sometimes. Yes. Like no matter how much you boiling, just close your mouth. You're not playing mm-hmm. a simp. You're not playing the, the punk role. You're not right. whatever it is like, man, I, I'm a man before anything. I know yeah. I didn't say it plenty of times mm-hmm. or I'm a grown, I'm a grown bleep woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. no, the scripture says right here. No, uh, I'm, I'm talking about for the ladies. I wish I, wish I would. Uh, <laughs> boy, you got me out the spirit. Nope. Anyway, <laughs> so many times we want to prove we're right yeah. or um, prove the other person wrong that yeah. we destroy it because of our right. anger. And this goes back to the negative speech. You know what I mean? Being a fool with your words. It goes back yeah, to man. the positive speech. Standing still and waiting on the Lord to fight for you. And Exodus 14, 14 says it perfect. The Lord yeah. will fight for you while you keep silent. Or as I joked earlier, get the gift to shut up. <laughs> yeah, man. We we have, we have to always remember that uh, that uh, we're not, like you say, tomorrow ain't promised. We got to be ready. But we got to be careful with what we're saying. A lot of yeah. times, that's what I was thinking. You have to always remember you live in the flesh, right? Yeah. And you, you save and your spirit is redeemed and set free. But that flesh... Mm-mm. <laughs> and it's so easy to slip over into that and be ready to go crazy and snap on somebody and then remember like oh, oh, oh let me snap back and all that and you have to ask that it takes practice uh uh getting your flesh under control and when i say my when i say flesh i mean like your old ways your wicked ways you know what i'm saying and it takes practice and one of the best ways is fasting none of us don't like getting rid of food a fast and some, and sometimes people don't eat that much. So you got to cut TV off, or cut off, get off your phone. Something you yeah. deprive from yourself, and then just dig into God's word that'll help you get your flesh or your uh, carnal ways under control. Uh, Miss Miss Dingo said, "Yeah, because I was about to go ham on someone, and the Lord said to me, <clears throat> said this to my spirit that He will fight for me." Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of times I'm going to tell y'all something. These Bible studies be they, they real life stuff that we going through personally or stuff that we didn't yeah. talk to somebody. To, and after the conversation, the Lord would play something on Sierra, my, my heart. Like I said, these scriptures that we're going over on not responding at all. This came from a conversation from me and my brother. And what we're talking about now, um, again, having peace in the storm, 
Um, this last piece, and we should be able to wrap up tonight, is how to obtain peace in the storm. We talked, yeah. just a quick recap, we talked about um, uh, what can affect your peace, the company and relationships you keep, good and bad, what it shouldn't be, what it should be as a believer, what it should be in a, in a, a Christian marriage, what it should be mm-hmm. as godly children. And what I mean godly children, I'm talking about towards your parents, what it should be as a parent, what it should be as a friend. Um, then if we talked tonight, we started with the words that you speak, negative yeah. or positive or not responding at all, which is very hard for us because sometimes we want to our pride jump in and we want to um, prove our point. So like Exodus 14 and 14 says, the Lord will fight for you. Just keep yes. silent. So, so this yeah. last part, we're going to talk about how to obtain peace. And we'll be re- real quick. When we started off, we talked about Jonah being on the ship. Mm. And I'm just giving it because we're going to talk about what it was like when Jesus was on the ship. When Jonah was on the ship, he was out of God's will. Sometimes you can be around Christians who's out of God's will and they destroy your peace. Or if you're that yeah. believer who's out of God's will, you messing up everybody else's peace around you. So let's get to it, see. Are right, we going to Mark 4, 35, 4, verse 35 through 41, 4, verse 35 through 41, 35. On that day when the evening came, he said to them, let's go to the other side, over to the other side. After dismissing the crowd, they took him along with them in the boat, with, with them in the boat, just as he was, and the other boats were with him. And a fierce gale of wind developed. And the waves were breaking over the boat so much that the boat was already filling with water. And yet Jesus himself was in the stern, that's the front of the boat, in the bottom, asleep on a cushion. <laughs> and my man was night-night, you know what I'm saying? And they right, woke right. him They woke him and said, Teacher, you do not care that we are perishing? Question mark. Help these disciples. And he got up and rebuked the wind and the sea and said, Hush, be still, or peace be still. And the wind died down, and it became perfectly calm. And he said to them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? They became very much afraid and said to one another, who, who, then, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? It's a couple of things that he said in here. Hush, be still. That goes back to he was talking to the storm. Yeah. But notice how he talked to the storm in a way where it was he told the storm to hush, be still. Yeah. And yeah. that's speaking positive to a negative situation. That's the storm around you. And then it's, the winds died down. Now, I'm not saying a literal storm, you can go outside and tell it to stop raining. I'm not saying that. But when you're in your storm, sometimes you have to tell your storm and everything around you, hush. You know what I mean? Yeah. And have that and have that faith that God is going to do it. The reason I believe the Lord gave me this, um, unlike the company of Jonah, Jesus got up and spoke to the storm and it was calm. And this is a perfect example of how the storm came and then it arose around Jonah because of his disobedience. But when we were Jesus, because, you know, when we are in his presence, when he was in the storm with you, it brought peace to that situation with no one having to be thrown over. And this is going back to Jonah. You know, he had to be thrown over for peace to come around everybody else, which made them repent. But because we have Jesus in our lives, no matter what's going on around us, that peace can happen. You know what I mean? And he's asking you the same way he asked the disciples. Do you have no faith? You know what I mean? And sometimes it's hard to, I'm not going to lie to y'all and make it seem like I always got faith. No, I'd be lying. But when Jesus is in that storm with you, just notice, first of all, they had enough sense to call on them. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they were in the storm and they, Hey, teacher, you ain't going to come get (laughs) it. You just going to let us perish. You know what I'm saying? So they hit, he came up, but yeah. they called on the name of Jesus. And that's what I want y'all to understand. 
they called on Jesus. He came up, spoke to the storm, and everything was cool. Go, go ahead, see. Yeah. And, you know, it could be like, yeah, see, Michael, but you don't know this. Yeah, Rob, but you don't know this. You know what I'm saying? Just like they came to Jesus. They was literally with Jesus. They seen Jesus mm -hmm. heal people. I believe this was after he fed 5,000 with, uh, yeah. you know, with, with the small amount of food. They literally seen miracles. That's why you, this where you hear, that's why you hear a sense of aggravation in our Lord and Savior. Tone, like, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith. This is not like this is the first thing they seen him do. That's why he's looking at them like, dog, like you seen me do this, do this, do this. I'm not even sure if this was, became before he walked on the water, but you've seen all this stuff happen. You see all these miracles and you still don't have no faith. It is uh, very easy for us to be carnal. Like we was talking about yeah. earlier. It is so easy. This is a prime example of somebody being able to, yeah, we got the band it. Anyway, this right is so, uh, this is a prime example where we where why we have to be so tuned in to the spirit of God and not allow allow the enemy to come in, you know, and be distracted just like this mess over here in the chat. Not be distracted and, be, and recognize, man, that we can be in our flesh so easy, bro, so yeah. easy. These people were literally with the savior of the world and still was like, hey, you don't care that we perishing? You don't care we about to die? You in here sleeping? Bro, what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel yeah. like his anger was that you they didn't rebuke the storm. I feel like that's what his anger was. Because they was like, we waiting on you to do something. Like, nah, bro, you can do it. You ain't yeah. seen it that you can do it. I told you, you can do it too. Anyway. All right, man. Where we going next, brother? Next, we going to up. John 16 and 33. And like I said, while we going there, folks, like when we started this all out about peace, we talked about relationships that you keep around you. And Jonah was a bad stowaway relationship, even though he was a man of God. He never said he was mm -hmm. he he wasn't a man of God. He was out of God's mm -hmm. will and he brought a storm into everybody else's life. First of all, don't be that saint. But in this right. situation, Jesus was with them. And I want y'all to really pay attention on how, yes, they didn't have the faith, but they knew who to call on. And whenever yeah. you going through and your faith is dwindling, yeah, you know who to call on. John 16 and in 33, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. A lot of times we turn to the world's vices or we, we allow the news that the world give us yes. to um, take away our peace. Yeah. You know, um, being a black man, I'm going to tell you something. It's grieving to see so much black on black crime, especially young black men. Why? Because I have, I'm not making this a black or white thing, but I have young men. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, have, I have young men that, who are out here in these streets and right. they're not doing the things that but it doesn't matter now and day. And so that scare mm -hmm. that can scare me to the point where it disturbs my peace. But I know I've trained them up and I know I'm still and they see the things that's going on. But we have to take courage and understand. Jesus said, hey, I've overcome the world. And he didn't say we weren't going to have tribulations because he said he says it right here in the world. You have tribulations. Yeah. But take courage. So if it ain't one thing or it's another, yes, as a saint, it's going to be one thing or another. You dig yes, what I'm saying? Be. Only difference is we can have that peace. Absolutely. All right. Next, we're going to John 14. I'm skipping one because it's just both yeah. in John. John 14, 26 through 27. Look at that wisdom. <laughs> we learned our lesson from earlier. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> 26, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of all that I said to you. Peace I leave you. My peace I give you. Uh, not 
Uh, yeah, not as the world gives you, do I give you? Do I give to you? Do not let your hearts be troubled, nor be fear, uh, nor, or nor fearful. So once again, this is talking about. Listen, I will give you peace. Yeah, the world can't give you that peace. They can give you temporary satisfaction. Let me not lie to you on that. And the That's reason right. why the let the reason why worldly um, satisfaction is good because it's sensational to the flesh and mm -hmm. it feels good. Where mm -hmm. if you're waiting on the Lord. You got to be pressed and pruned and hard pressed on every side, but you're never right. you're never broken or destroyed because those trials is it comes to make you stronger. It comes mm -hmm. to build a character, build your integrity, build these things. But the quick gratification is ah, that feel good. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And we all have our vices that we deal with. This is not a vice thing, but what I'm saying right. is how to obtain that peace. Which again, these are red letters, meaning this is Jesus speaking. All right, next we're going to Isaiah uh, 26 and 3. Isaiah 26 and 3. And uh, let's see. Isaiah 26 and Trace. All right, Isaiah 26 and 3 says, The steadfast of mind you will keep in perfect peace because he trusts in you. So the steadfast of mind, um, Romans 12, I believe, talks about... Um, Renewing your mind daily in the word. Yeah. A steadfast of mind is meditating on the word day and night. Um, yes, a steadfast of mind is praying unto the Lord. A steadfast yep. of mind is keeping your mind, which is of God, and not focusing on those things that aren't. Um, help me out, see other examples of a steadfast of mind. Steadfast mind. So focusing on word, man. Mainly just focusing on word. Keeping your mind state, you know, the Bible say, think on these things, think, think on things that are lovely, peaceful, joyful, you know, all these certain things. Allow yourself to think on these things and not ponder on things that's away from that. And uh, it helps, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, uh, yeah. you know shout, uh, shout out to this preacher, Joyce Myers. She had this book called The Battlefield of the Mind. Very great book yes, if you're a is. book reader, but it's good because there is a great battlefield in our mind as believers. And when you can help, when, not when you can help when you're able to keep your mind under control you can keep your body under control you can keep your words under control keep your mind right and you get your mind right by renewing your mind in the word you know renew your mind daily with the washing of the word of god so everything goes back to the word lastly yeah, we're going man. to philippians 4 4 and 9 my bad bro you about to say something no nah, i wasn't about to say i said yeah like i was agreeing all right philippians 4 and uh 4 through, four through nine. 9 yeah all right. Philippians 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer. prayer I was about to say supplication. By prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known. Thanksgiving. Lord knew. No, I'm going to be extra deep. <laughs> <laughs> no. Pleading with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension or understanding will guard your hearts and, and, and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, that's what I was just saying. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is if if anything worthy of praise, think on these things. As as for the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and God and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. Uh so this is our last scripture of this, and um, yeah. I praise God for it because when we go back over these things, you'd be like, man, Lord, you had me zoned, you know. Yeah. Um, but the peace of God is mentioned twice in this scripture. 
and as he says, um, be anxious for nothing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But prayer and thanksgiving. This all this wraps up what we've been talking about. What are the words you speaking? What are you meditating on? Who do yeah. you have around you? The type of company that you um, you know, because it says finally, brothers and sisters, that's saints around you. That's good mm-hmm. company around you. Mm-hmm. Um um, speaking those words, you know what I'm saying? Um, what it, where it says, um, anything worthy of praise and, and, um, thanksgiving, thanking the Lord, as opposed to complaining in the morning, like we talked about positive, um, affirmations in the morning, Lord, thank you for letting me sit, live to see this day, Lord, anytime that I get this, give me peace about that. Like speak those things, not being, being quick to listen, but slow to speak. So when somebody come at you sideways, you step back and be like, Hmm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you it, it, you could probably mop the floor with him. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not do you, you. That's going to destroy your peace because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to come to kill, steal, and destroy, and that will take your peace away. So we'll do a quick wrap up, real quick. See, go back from the top. Listen, it was a lot the last these last two. I, I yes, know sir. it, and I know we move pretty fast on these. Go back and look at the replay, folks. Um, I praise God. It was some good stuff. I don't know what this looks like until we go back and watch it ourselves not because we're arrogant but we want to make sure that we were right so if we have to go back and correct like hey like the exodus 14 and 14 thing so we want to make Mm -hmm. sure we present this in excellence um we talked about peace freedom of disturbance and we just go through them real quick i'm not gonna read all of them and then a state of security and tranquility a state in contrast to war meaning warring against one another when you got a battlefield a battle in your mind like c talked about that yeah. will take away your peace that will stop Absolutely. everything because now you're stressed out and you can't think thoughts always yeah. spinning you ever hear somebody say um man my mind always going you know i'm always thinking to the that's not peace right you know what right. i mean sometimes you got to unwind and and not let your mind always go because your mind will have you doing all these different things um absolutely having peace things that can affect your peace we talked about the company and the relationships you keep then we went over what it shouldn't be then we went over what it should be as a believer these was what your what company you should keep as a believer and how you should be as a believer in a friendship then we went to um in a marriage how things could be should be for the husband and the wife um for peace because if that ain't right you ain't gonna have no peace absolutely not (laughs) Absolutely. Um, the words you speak, negative words that you're speaking. Are you constantly speaking negative? The positive words, not yeah. responding at all. Like sometimes, like I said, folks, you just got to be quiet. Take the yeah. L if you will. And instead yeah. of looking at the L as a loss, look at it as a lesson. Thank you, Lord. You stopped Amen. me from cursing them out. Thank you, yeah. Lord. You stopped me from speaking my mind and it wouldn't have glorified you. Right. And, and then, then finally, finally, how to um, obtain peace in the storm. And this last one, like I said, um, that Philippians 4.9, folks, um, the biggest thing there is them t- it talking about God's peace twice. Yeah. You know, and the yeah. things that we need to do. If you're looking for that peace and if you don't know Christ is your personal Lord and Savior. And I, I know we uh, we always like to make sure we keep this in the hour. I do want to present to you, Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace. You dig what I'm saying? Um, yeah. If you want, if you don't know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, maybe you backslid today, all week, last night, just before you got on the Bible study. Whatever yeah, the case man. may be, it's simple. First of all, if you already saved, you don't have to keep coming back for your salvation experience. Stop Amen. thinking that Amen. you have to ask Christ to come into your heart every single time. The only thing you no. need to do is repent. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't the, the, look. It, it can be a debate. Debate. Can you lose your salvation? Look, let me tell you something. If you repented and asked Christ to come into your heart, then yeah. be like the prodigal son slash daughter and come back and he'll throw that feast and that celebration for you. If Amen. you don't know Christ at all, it's simple as just saying, Lord, I'm a sinner and I need a savior. I believe that your son died for me and rose on the third day so that I may have everlasting life. I yeah. repent and I receive yeah. him as my savior. Lord, come into my heart. Fill me with your Holy Spirit in Jesus' mighty and precious name. That simple. I know yeah. we don't have the lights. The organs ain't playing. But guess what? Confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart is what matters. Because those yeah, lights bro. are going to go away. Those organs are going to go away. Whatever the case may be. But your soul is for eternity. So if you've confessed and believed in your heart that Jesus truly did die for you and he rose again, find you a church home. Find you some folks that you can get around to help you um, build so that you can get to that peace. Yeah. Get around. Look, certain saints ain't going to give you peace, folks. We talked about that. I, cer certain saints ain't for you. Right. But don't let that saint stop you from going to church so you can say, well, you know, God ain't real because he's supposed to be saved. She's supposed right. to be safe. They're still right. human when it's all said and done. Yeah. And we're all striving. So listen, man, um, that was it. I praise God. I thank y'all for tuning in the first half. The second half on having peace in the storm. Um, and that's that's all I have tonight. Yeah, man. Hey, it was great, great Bible study. Uh, we thank y'all for tuning in. Like Rob said, appreciate everybody sliding through. We never take it lightly. And if you came to Jesus tonight, praise God. Whoever sees this, no matter what moment you see this, it can be two years from now. But if you chose Jesus tonight, Number one, you made a wise decision. Number two, find a church home, like Rob said. Find a church home and get you a Bible, you know, and read and learn yes. of God. Don't take it for granted and don't don't believe that, okay, now my whole natural life is going to totally change. No, but your spiritual life is going to be totally changed. You will have a different demeanor, so to speak, at first, but you have to work on and keep uh, uh, cultivating that thing and learning of God and learning of his grace, and uh, it'll keep you keep you strong. But well, we thank you so much for watching this Bible study, man. Uh, I was blessed by it. I know my brother was, and uh, you know, and uh, we're just grateful, man. And Miss 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 Dingle, hey, anxiety is a beast, but God is better. He can do it. He can, yeah. he can keep you calm. The Holy Spirit helps that. But everybody feel it. I know we all feel it sometimes. And she's yeah. speaking. I know she's speaking for herself, but a lot of people deal with that. And uh, anxiety brings grays and gray hair and ulcers and. All that. So, hey, we got to put yeah. that stuff on and give it to God. All right, man, tomorrow night we'll be back with a Bible study. We will not be no show on Thursday night. It's Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your family. Like and you getting that turkey cooking. All that stuff. You know, uh, and I said tomorrow night the Bible study. Tomorrow night be a sports show. But uh, while you're cooking that turkey, tune in, slide through with us, cut it on while you're cooking that turkey, and we can uh, chop it up about these sports right quick. But with yeah, that man. being said, man, I'm C. Michael. We'll be back tomorrow night at yeah. 6 o'clock. I think I'm Robert Dame. I don't know if he was going to let me say it tonight. I was, brother. I just, I just thought about it. I got to tell him the time. Yeah, that, that looked like Robert Dame over there. <laughs> and we out, man. We'll see y'all we'll tomorrow night. Take light. Take light. Take light. Take whatever